When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lepondra looking to get side of Bond. Lepondra away from David. 3-1 running. Three points running. Hello. Welcome to the Elm Park Royals podcast supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Reading managed to pick up three points at home yet again. Absolute fortress SCL, as it's becoming known this season. Uh, to join me this morning to discuss a three-point three point Sunday and a good performance, really, Matt Lansley. It's it's a weird one, isn't it? Like, I, I yeah, we, we normally come on here, moan, moan, moan. It's nice to actually have a have a fun conversation about a win. I don't really care how it comes, but you know, three one. I'll allow a very small amount of moaning today. Only that. That's that's all we're going to have. Um, one person who probably isn't going to be moaning because they beat me yesterday at the halftime game is Matt. My it's a, it's a very Go happy on. Sunday. It's a sunny Sunday, three points, beat your brother at half time. What more can you ask for? Yeah, for anybody unaware, I, well, most people, I guess, uh, yeah, we competed in the half time show yesterday. I managed to completely stack it on the field and have injured myself and then promptly lost in the half time game. So it was, uh, wasn't a great second half, I have to say, for myself, but uh, at least it was good on the field. That's your mode over then. <laughs> that's my yeah, that's my mode over. The, the rest of it is, is going to be positive and uplifting, I'm sure. Let let's let's get let's get down to it. Let's go through the good, the bad, and the injured. I'll start with the injured because there wasn't any injuries from yesterday. We heard from James during the week around uh, the injury to Holmes. He's 50-50 still. Hutchinson and, and Raman are probably going to be out for a little while, probably until after the international break, I think. Those are the main main kind of injuries we've got in the minute. Zhao is, I think Zhao is due back in training next week, Lansley. I think so. Yeah. It, um sorry, my mic was being a bit weird there. Um yeah, I think next next week he's due back in training. He went out to Portugal, didn't he, to 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 get some special treatment. But um but yeah, there was there was no real no real injuries from yesterday, which is which is always nice. It's always nice to come away from from a game, a Reading game, where there's no no extra injuries. Take us them. through, Matt, some good and some bad from yesterday. Good. Oh, well, I think there's only one place to start, isn't there? Yakimate. I mean, it was just fantastic. Um, the obvious one um, comes back in. Isn't seemingly surprised at, you know, how good he is from, from the right. Um how that has come to be, I do not know. Um, I know, mate, like to be fair, Mate's always wanted to play up front, I think he's always said it, but he's never been a striker, you know. He's got goals, yes, like, but he's he's always best when he's cutting in from that right hand side, you know. And sometimes he's having a shot from 20 yards, which goes into Rose Ed, but like, he's he's so much better when he's off the right and he can actually put some defenders on toast with his pace you know that's that's the big attribute that he's got you know some people say oh just put it down the middle but no just whack him on the right um but he was he was a massive plus um I mean Matt I don't know or for, for, for you who was 
what was your good for yesterday? Well, I mean, my good for yesterday, um, it was apart from winning at halftime, and I'm going to keep mentioning it, um, is it was just a good performance. And I, I'll call out Andy Carroll for a good performance. I don't want to say he was a 10 out of 10. He wasn't. He was. He's still always behind the play, etc. But the system suited him better, where you've got the wingers they can actually give it out to, um, and they're quite high wingers uh, up the pitch as well. You know, Mate's really pushing up there. You had Ince right next to him. So Carroll for a good performance, but it's not a 10 out of 10 performance. <laughs> I guess I guess you could say the formation change as well. The formation change was good. Um, the atmosphere as well, seeing seeing lots of people back in the stadium, you know, um, I think it was just over 17,000, which, you know, I, that used to be a normal home game, but it's just nice having having the stadium full again for, for those I'd say game. I'd say that it, it was it, it's great having the stadium full. The one uh point uh, bad point I have though is the family who sat in front of us for uh say Alex and I sit at the back of uh, Y25 and the family who sat in front of us the clearly had one pound a ticket etc etc the dad sat there legs crossed reading a paper for the whole game it was the oddest thing i've ever seen um and so you know he gave the paper to the child at halftime who then read read it in the second half and it was just i don't know why they were there if they weren't there to watch the game clearly not a fan of ince ball exactly <laughs> <laughs> i i think the only the only negative really apart from that is just the goal right you know we we like yeah. and i think we've we, we've seen it so i'm not much. allowing any moaning landsley yeah. so no 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 and we 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 We'll go over. We'll it, come don't. on to the goal, though. Don't worry. We'll come on to it later on. That, Let, that, let's let's that, go back to the start of the game um, before we before we start. You know, banging on about bang, banging on about a goal consolation goal only. Um, there was four changes yesterday. Mate came in as as you two have discussed. Tom Ince was back in the starting lineup after being rested last week. Cardiff. Jeff Hendrick back in the lineup after being over his virus and. Cesar Cassaday, as I've decided, that is how his name surely is pronounced, if you're English, uh, came into the lineup as well. And we sort of played a 4-3-3 slash 4-1-4-1, didn't we, Matt? It was. Um, I have to say, I was surprised. You meant the other Matt, didn't you? That's fine. You're, 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 you're going to have to say Lansley yeah. and Matt. Yeah, I, I jumped in too quick. Um, <laughs> um it was it it was surprising though because I mean I know we we chatted before the game and we thought it was going to be five at the back because you know it was it was a bit of an odd back four a really odd back four you know and Bengay one side McIntyre left left back I mean Dan and Saar both centre backs it just seems like a recipe for disaster those two really starting together um, but it was just nice seeing a four four three three or almost Ince trying to be a bit more kind of less defensive it felt yeah, a bit more. When when um, when I saw the lineup, it was you know have we got four centre backs on the pitch? I wasn't quite certain what the uh, what the formation was, and didn't really work out the formation until probably twenty minutes in, when you could start to see it playing out. And when we had the ball, um, uh, Hoyler on the left uh, would push up a lot further um, and really attack along with McIntyre. McIntyre would slot back in at the left back, um, but then when we lost the ball. Yeah, Hoylet was definitely back in that wing back position, slotting back in and almost then going as a five across the back. So whilst it was a four at the back system, when we were under pressure, Hoylet then dropped back into it and it became then five at the back. Um, but didn't you wouldn't know that from just looking at the lineup at all? 
yeah, the lineup was uh, another kind of roulette lineup, I think I would call it. It's, you couldn't couldn't work it out until you actually watched it, what we were necessarily were going to do. And I think the first 15 minutes, no, maybe not 15, first five to 10 minutes or so, Blackpool weren't creating, but they were probably on top, Lansley, I would say, uh, up until the goal, which we scored after 10, 11 minutes. And the goal comes the goal comes around because of the fact that we finally high-pressed. And obviously last week, one of the questions that Tim Deller asked Paul Lintz was around why like why did the game against Blackburn work so well? And, and Paul Lintz came back and said, oh, it's because we pressed really high. And it was evidence in, you know, 10 minutes into the game yesterday, Mbengue picked up the ball, what, 25 yards from the Blackpool goal? Yeah. Because of yeah, the high well, press. Out wide on the right. I mean, you know, you, you're playing 23rd in the league for Christ's sake. You know, we went to Cardiff last week. We went one at home since the first of first of October. You know, like why, why we just sat in against that? You, you know, we've been over it. But it's like if if you can get those high high press situations against these bad teams, you know, or teams that are below you, you know, they're gonna they're, they're down there for a reason. You know, you shouldn't just sit in and just let them or try and let them play, let them play, let them play. Just go after them. Just do 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 a bit to try and get the crowd on side because it got the crowd up as well, like the few times when we won the ball high up like that. So, but yeah, I mean, and Benke wins, wins it brilliantly and it's a nice little run infield from Mate. Ince gets a bit of luck, but I mean, you know, you want him shooting in the box. You know, if you don't shoot, you're not going to get those bits of luck and it's sometimes bits, bits like that that are... Our strikers, or in sometimes this season hasn't, you know, been willing to do in the box. You know, take those shots, and you know, he take, takes a shot, gets a bit of luck, and um, goes in. I don't think we normally score that many deflected goals, anyway. So um, we've had a few against us, that's for sure. I think Ince has had a deflected goal this season um, as well. Oh, he's yeah, definitely had, yeah, he's had another big deflection this season. Um, but yeah, that high press uh, is so much more enjoyable to watch. You know, we talk about Ince football over the last couple of weeks where it's been this, let's just sit back, not concede and just pray that at some point we might get a set piece that we can score from. Um, but it's so much more enjoyable at home as well to watch the high press um, and trying to win a ball, you know, 70 yards up the pitch or whatever it is, rather than waiting for it and then Lumley smash it up to Carroll to lose it. Um, the frustrating thing, though, is if Ince knew this, you know, he knows that it's a press. Why, why does he not do it in other games? I think a lot of this comes back to the formation change and the system change because you've now got the option to be able to press when you're playing three forwards rather than one forward. You can actually press as a team. You don't have to press with just one striker. But, you know, we'll have to see whether that, that continues in, in future games because if you can continue with three forwards and one forward and two wide forwards, whatever you want to call it, um, it does give you the opportunity to, you know, to press, especially against teams like Blackpool. I think, as Lansley said, the the finish was maybe a little fortunate because it's deflected up and over the goalkeeper. I don't know really whether Ince scores there if it doesn't do that. He doesn't celebrate against Blackpool, and that's very disappointed in him. Yeah, I was very like, disappointed. 
would, 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 would the, the amount of stick that he gets from Blackpool fans and has got for the past eight, nine years, if I was him, I would have just run up. I'd have shished them. I'd have taken the shirt off, held it up in front of them. I'd be like, no, I'm, I, th- this is this is me. You know, it was, yeah, have it was that. Very, it, it was very humble of Tomins not to celebrate, I think. But like, I quite, you know, you want to see a team celebrate if they score a mm. goal, even if it is against your old team. Come on, like, come on, Ince. I, I was thinking, unless you've played for you know 300 games for a team and things like that you should be celebrating the goal uh, against them it's um you know how long did he actually stay there for it was, it was about long. three four it was, it was about three four years i think from memory because oh, it was right at the start of his career wasn't it and um he he, he left on i think bad, circumstances, i think we, we, yeah. We, 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 yeah because i think the the blackpool fans wanted him to stay but he wanted bigger and better things didn't he and went on but um but but yeah, like I I think he or certainly the Blackpool fans were like you know fair play to him for actually not given how much stick that they normally give him. Um, so I think the Blackpool fans found it a bit like um, fair play. But yeah, just celebrate, players! You've scored a goal. Be happy. <laughs> That's going to be one of a long a long term thing. We all want we all want to see players celebrate. I don't care if it's your former club. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think there's only really one other moment in the first half that uh, that I wanted to just mention. And it's, again, from something that Lansley mentioned earlier on is the fact that Mate was getting in behind the defence. He did it late on in the first half um, when he beat the left back out wide and he kind of cut in down the, down the touchline uh, and tried to shoot across the goalkeeper. And this was a, it was a, Something that we've rarely seen this season is is a Reading player getting to the you know getting to the goal line, and then trying to cut inside. Um, and it was prime Yakumato, and it's something that we've sorely missed this season, Matt. Yeah, um, it's I don't know quite why he's been injured uh, for some parts of the season, but it's really enjoyable having him back in the team and actually having someone who just kicks it. Kicks it, you know, ten yards on, and just runs after it. And you actually would, um, you trust that he probably will beat the man. If he's not beating the man, he's still just trying to get the ball in. Um, and it it gives us so much more options having that person on the wing who can then get down, maybe come into the box, maybe put the ball in. That you know, anybody else, your Ince Carroll can get into the box. Whereas when we don't play with those wingers, you don't have that option. He's he's like a little puppy, isn't it? Hmm. He'd throw throw the ball over the top, or if you let him let let him kick the ball on, he's just gonna absolutely make a beeline for it. You love you like it's 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 really good to see, but like 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 say it just it's attacking, it's direct, it shows intent, right? Hmm. And that's really like what we've been missing a lot. This direct, season. that's a really good way to describe it. Actually, it's just a I'm gonna run, and if you're in my way, I'm just gonna try and knock you out of the way, sort of thing. Um, which is it, it's just an enjoyable thing to watch. You don't want to watch, oh, I can't get around someone, I'm gonna pass it back. Yeah, there was much less, you know, knocking it back yesterday, which was which was good to see. Uh, the second half, Blackpool did start, I think, definitely the better side, Lansley, in the second half. They didn't really. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm struggling to think of anything where they created a chance, which was a really good chance. And I mean, we look back at Blackpool yesterday, and they were they're really poor. Like for for how positive we're making this podcast, we do have to accept that Blackpool mm-hmm. are an extremely poor football side. And like, there's a bit of Schadenfreude going on here after the first game of the season with their, you know, 
you have, that's why you're going down after the first game of the season at, at, and at they're them singing it at their place to us. So it was nice to be able to pay that back yesterday, watching that kind of performance from them. It was, yeah. And kind of, I mean, we saw it in the first game of the season. I mean, even though they won that game 1-0, I mean, they like it, actually, it was, it was a very similar game, actually, um, because they, they started very quickly. They started quite positively in that in that game against us early in the season. Difference was, obviously, they got they got an early goal in the first half. You know, they didn't get that in that first, like, five, ten-minute spell they had against us today. Um, we then went and scored. And, again, kind of they started the second half quite positively, um, you know, as well. But, again, like, like I, I can't remember a chance, really, even that they really fashioned in the box. I think they yeah. had, I think the stat was, like, 14 shots they had. And it, it it was like I think I think the best chance they probably had I think Matt was the was 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 the Lumley one in the first half. Well, actually, apart from the goal, yeah. actually. was it first but... half? No, second half. Um, was uh, it second half? Yeah, second half, and uh, it was just a shot in the box, but um, from sort of penalty spot area. Lumley gets down forward, to it, wasn't it? Yeah, Lumley gets yeah. down to it really quickly and makes a really good save, uh, actually, and. You know, he didn't have the busiest of games yesterday, Lumley, but I thought he had a good game. It's a shame we'll get to the last goal later on, uh, to, uh, to, the, to the Blackpool goal, but generally had a, had a good game. Um, Lumley was and, loving yeah. yesterday in the second half. He was really loving it in the second half because <laughs> they, uh, after, after a couple of the goals, he went to the away fans as he normally does, jeered them a little bit. He was he was loving it. He was mm-hmm. he, he was showing the fans what the score was. He was putting the three up, putting the two up. Uh, it was, I mean, yeah, it was... He probably was because Blackpool was so toothless going forwards. Um, they, they, they were toothless, and like, yeah. and to be to be honest, actually, and Tom McIntyre posted it on his Instagram story. He posted something from the first game of the season, and I mean, players will remember that because I mean, like, like the Blackpool fans really went in on Reading on that first day of the season. Like, I mean, you, you probably have to be, you probably had to have been there to have like realized how much they went in, and even when us as fans were walking out you know you've got to go past their singing section and they were there giving the, you know like, like, like and just completely going at it and and, and it was like you, you've just won one nil and it was a dreadful performance from them and me and Alex said on the day like we'd we'd be a lot more worried if we we're a Blackpool fan after that than a Reading fan because you know th- 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 this team was you know tipped by everybody to be bottom of the table and you've put a performance like that against us. And then yesterday's performance was much worse than that performance at the first game of the season. So, yeah, I think they're probably a lot more worried now than they were at the start of the season, put it that way. Because but most fans loved that yesterday. I think that were there on the first day. I certainly did. I don't normally condone doing like, that's why you're going down chance because, you know, we've been there. Well, we have, we've we nearly haven't been, we, 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 we haven't yet, but we've been skirting it for five six years and i never like when people do it but yesterday that was a that was an exception and blackpool they are going down as well second bottom i think it's four points adrift they're going down it's very difficult to see their quality um which i think plays part of the reason why we played well yesterday but you know i'm not going to complain because reading did the job they did the professional thing so because they did get a second goal 70 minutes in this is a goal which I can't really remember as like scoring much this season because it's a, well, I mean, maybe that's incorrect because it comes from a penalty eventually, but Lansley, Carroll gets a flick on in our own half and gives it to Ince, who plays it first time, like on the volley as a flick on, uh, on maybe just before the halfway line. And, and Yakumete comes round the back of the defender to get on the end of the ball. 
it's charging towards goal and he wins a penalty. Uh, I'll be honest, I'll just put my point across here. I think the penalty is pretty soft, it, but it's a penalty where I can see that Mate has been bundled over, but also I can't really see a foul. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah and like I have to say, I, I said it at the game at the time, like I did not think it was a penalty at the time. I think he's been to the Shane Long class of um, how to win a penalty in the box seemingly um because it was very reminiscent kind of of the one against Watford and like like I think as as a defender you're looking at it and it's very clumsy you know just don't don't give don't give the referee a decision to make you know like like you know Mate that he's taken it so far that he's probably got no intention of shooting because he's just waiting for the contact so he can feel there's two players there and he's just waiting for contact because then get contact go down penalty all day um and he seemingly just gets a a bit of contact, but it, it, it's more he just gets bundled over from behind. From it's less of a tackle content and more of just a whole body. I'm going to fall on you kind of content. <laughs> um, contact, sorry. Which like it's yeah. Um, but it's 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 very soft. It's very soft. You have to say. I'm not going to complain. Like you know, soft penalties is is all all well and good. And, and Matt Carroll does put it away. You know, with relative ease. It's a pretty calm penalty, and he seems to become the de facto penalty taker now. I think he's, I think he's scored three this season now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's what I would expect from a you know previous Champions League player, you know, Premiership player. He's got the quality to take penalties, um, and yeah, he, he put put it away nicely. He's confident to take it. Happily leave him on penalties. Um, I kind of who who would take our if Carroll's not on the pitch? Is it Ince? I would imagine it would be Ince. I can't yeah, think of it. Maybe Mate's taken some, but yeah, we blasted previously uh, when Mate's taken them. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, no, it was a really good penalty, um, and kind of then just sort of it was game over from that point at two 0 um, You know, Blackpool had done nothing up to that point. We were on top. You could see it straight away as soon as we scored. The players were like, "Oh, we're going to go in for for more now," um, and. You know, the crowd was loving it. So, it's, yeah, straight away, game over. Very happy, three points. Yeah, it didn't take long. They were kind of queuing up for the third goal, weren't they? Because not two minutes later, Lansley, Reading were 3-0 up. Um, this one comes from from another piece of play from Yakimete. And honestly, the only thing really missing from his game yesterday was a goal because this one is nearly all down to him. It's another good run down the right-hand side and he gets to the, gets to the byline. Plays it across the uh, plays it across the goal goal line once he's cut inside, and the defender at the back post clears it essentially straight onto Tomlinson's foot. It was a great assist, wasn't it, from the defender? Um, I mean, it, it, going back to the start of the move as well, it was it was a brilliant run in field from Femi Aziz as well, and Femi Aziz spreads it over to Mate. I mean, I thought again he had a great impact from when he came off the bench, but Mate again, like 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 you say, it was and that that kind of ball in that was almost the one that was just crying out for a striker to be on the end of it and just to tap it in you know I mean I I, I can't remember who was in there I, like, I have a feeling it was Cassidy who was who was the closest one in the box and because Carol was at the back of the at the back stick but yeah like he's just one of those that was just waiting just to be tapped in but I mean fair play to the defender cracking assist right onto right onto Tomins's uh Tomins's boot and I mean he just does what he does this season you know and it looks like he's going to hit his goal now of 10 goals he he seems to be back into you know that that goal scoring 
prowess that you know he had back early in his season at Blackpool and at um, Derby, you know, where he used to get 14, 15 goals each season. You know, he's got it in him and kind of, I mean, Ince commented on it, like that he's a goal scorer. He wants to get back to being that. The one thing he's added this season is work rate. And my God, you know, you can see that again. You saw it yesterday. He was the one again, like late in the second half that was chasing everything, running after everything. You know, I talk about Yaki Mate being a puppy chasing after a chasing after a ball. My God, I mean, Ince must be a bulldog or something, you know, chase. He just chases after everything. And I, I, I don't know how he does it for 90 minutes every every single game. I know he got taken off on about 88 minutes yesterday. But um, but yeah, I mean, and that that is why he'll be undisputed pet player of the season. If anybody right. else wins player of the season except uh, Ince, I would be absolutely shocked. He'd be a fuss. You know, he is he he will be player of the season for his work rate alone. The goals he adds, great. They win his points, the assists, etc. Like that's amazing. But he is what drags this team out of a relegation battle and makes us mid table. Um, you know, is running... he more clear player of the season though than Swift was last year? Because because we had this same conversation last year about Swift, and then um, who I can't even remember who won it last year. Oh, Yeardom, didn't it? Yeardom. I think it's I think it's a slightly different scenario because of the fact that we're not in a relegation battle yeah. than last year. Last year, I like I still maintain Swift was the best player last season, but because he went missing for the what last six months, months yeah. the last three or four months of the season when we were actually battling relegation fully. Mm. Yeah. Yes, actually, he won a lot of points for us early in the season and then he disappeared when people actually came to vote. Whereas with Tom Ince, there's been so many moments this season where you're like, we've won that game because of Tom Ince, that game because of Tom Ince, that game. Because... And it, a lot of the performance he's putting in are at home as well, which is only going to assist his cause because that's where people generally are going to see him. You know, Can anybody that. remember a bad performance from I was from, I was uh, literally just going to say that, yeah, because like yeah. You, you, you talk about Tom Ince and it's like, every or most performances that he puts in you're actually noticing them and you know we, we, we've talked about it many times this season but it's like it's it's almost like where was the bad performance in kind even, of his yeah even the poor ones or not the poor ones but even the the non-good ones he's not been bad he's just been like not as good as his other games he's just kind of average in those games so i don't think he's ever had like a really awful performance this season um when was the last player that we had that was like that? Do you think? And who, like who? We could be here for ages trying to work this out. I don't know. One player though, I do want to discuss from yesterday, um, and I think it's probably fair that we should discuss him because this was his probably like, first full. I think he got ninety minutes in the end, didn't he? No, eighty minutes. He got eighty minutes yesterday. It was Cassidy. Uh, the system change really helped him, Lanza. Yesterday, I think he, you know. He managed to get his foot on the ball a lot more than he did in his debut against Watford because the ball wasn't being played up and over him or up to him. And it felt like he was he was trying things. He he did know how to pick out a pass. And I thought he was pretty good yesterday. I'd be really happy to see him start in most games if you if you're gonna continue that system, especially. Well, so much of you know a player and how you actually let, enable them to thrive is through the system they play in right you know like like we've seen that with Yaku Mato this season like when he's had to you know play up top in a two you know net net next to Carroll it's not worked you haven't seen the player like Mato like yesterday in those performances because it's not the system that he's suited to or the role that he's suited to and it was very similar with Cassidy yesterday you know um and re really in the first half like I mean what, what, what I would say it, it like 
it wasn't absolutely sparkling, but what what you want to see with a young player is moments and actual moments of quality. And you really saw that in quite a few moments, to be honest, you know, yesterday, like there was a few stray things in there, but, but kind of the majority of what he was doing yesterday, there was neat turns, neat passes. He was very clean, you know, um, and it actually enabled us to kind of play the way that we did in that first half as well. He had one run in behind during the first half, which was really good. And um, I can't yeah. remember who it was who picked him out. It might have been him. It was from the right, was it? It was from the right and from yeah. that halfway line looped over. And it, it, he he ran in behind the defenders. And if if he, I think his first touch was maybe just a little heavy. Mm. But if his first touch had been a little bit better, I think he would have got a shot away because he was basically one-on-one just inside the area. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, his first touch kind of just took him took him a little bit wide. But it was a great run in behind. And it feels like we've just lacked that all season from midfield of somebody running in behind, like ahead of the strikers almost. So it was, it was really good to see, especially from someone, you know, who's coming on loan. He's been here, what, a month now? He's only 18, 19, and maybe I think he's still only 18. Um, never really played senior football. And that was his, you know, second game of senior football. It was really positive, I think. I was really, really pleased to see him kind of in the team for the rest of the season if we're going to continue playing, you know, free free, uh, free forwards, as it were. He opens the pitch quite well. You know, where he got it from um, you know, the wing-backs or, or from McIntyre, etc. He would take the ball in, turn, and actually open it up, uh, open up the pitch uh, out to the other, other wing, whereas some of the other more defensive-minded fielders that we have... Come in and go back. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they will, what can they see in front of them? Pass it back, pass it that way, that sort of thing. Um, but he's very confident to, on the, on the first touch, control it, turn with the ball. Um, and then, I mean, I'm not saying he's spraying it out wide 40 yards, but he'll just put the neat, tidy ball in that will then open up the pitch. Um, which, yeah, it's, it's a swift esque role, but not quite the same. Yeah. He played a little bit deeper than, Maybe I was expecting like like when when he signed us, you know, we kind of got told he was a ten and he was going to play just behind the striker. He sort of played behind the striker, but not necessarily off the striker. I think it was more of like a a deep lying playmaker role. Um, not I think really he was kind of in that ten position, so he kind of had to play behind Ince, wasn't it? Yeah, I think Cassidy and Ince kind of like would not. They weren't quite rotating, but they were rotating the roles almost. Um, and it, yeah, it was it was interesting to see kind of him play yesterday we've got one more goal to discuss Lansley Blackpool did get a consolation right at the end of the game um <laughs> I mean I'm not really sure how to describe this one best because it's it's a bit kind of messy messy yeah, it, yeah. like yeah. I don't I can't sit here and, and say oh it's terrible defending and it's it's but it, it just feels like it's such end of the game defending if that makes sense um it's, it's it's end of the game defending you're up. I mean, Scott Dan misses tackle. Saar, you know, tries to dive in. I mean, it's a bloody good strike from um, is Medine, wasn't it? He scored, I think. Um, oh, was it not? Um, who, who was it? Whoever it was that scored, he caught Sonny it. Carey. Oh, Sonny Carey. Um, he caught it absolutely fantastically. Um, it was a great finish. I agree. Great finish. I, I, I'm a little disappointed that Lumley's been beaten at his near post. Um, okay. I know it was a good finish, but it's. Like, you know, I think any goal that goes in at your near post, you've got to be a tad disappointed with the goalkeeper, really. Um, but it kind it of goes through him as well. I know it's got a lot of pace on it, but it, it just kind of 
seemingly go through him again without really making much of an attempt. But I mean, you know, we don't want to put too much of a downer on it. We we just need to like this team needs to find a way to get a clean sheet. You, you can know, see especially how especially when you win. He was as well when that goal went in. He went at it and the defenders lovely. for letting that. Yeah, lovely yeah. for letting that ball come through. And yeah, he was. Yeah. He was not happy with Femi Aziz, um, and I think it was partly because of the fact that we. He wants he, Lumley. Obviously, wants the ball up at the other end of the field, and I think Lumley was quite frustrated with the fact that we didn't like hold the ball higher up the field. Um, so he, yeah, he definitely kind of laid into Femi Aziz a little bit. I think it's been a little while now since we've. I honestly couldn't tell you when our last clean sheet was. Must be maybe before Christmas. I have a feeling it was a nil-nil draw at some point because I'm pretty sure we got a nil-nil draw and it was like, oh, we've finally got a clean sheet. <laughs> I would I would love to tell you, but I don't have our results like lined up in front of me. So, um, yeah, let's, let's just round up the performance yesterday. Overall, good, not perfect, but much, much improved, Matt. Yeah, I was happy. Um, it's a much more enjoyable game to watch, much more enjoyable style, happy with the formation, happy day. Don't know what else I can add. <laughs> it was good. And Lansley, it was, yeah, I think it's one which we now need to see happen again, right? It's, you can't have, you, what we don't want to see is now a return next week. I mean, I know we're away at Borough next week, so perhaps next week is a different scenario. But what we can't see is our next home game against, is it Sheffield United? Yes, they're near the top of the table, but none of us really want to see us go back to playing one up front after you've just, played a reasonably good performance at home yeah yeah you know i mean and i think i think the thing that yesterday was it was just better right that that that's the key thing that's come out of yesterday and you use yesterday to move forward now yes we've got a really really tough run of games coming up i mean the next four games i think is against second third fourth and fifth in the table you know so it's 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 a really really tough set of games coming up um but, you know, with how good we are at home, you know, you've got Sheffield United at home, Millwall are at home as well. Millwall aren't the best away from home because their home form as well has been very good. You know, there's chances in there. You know, don't be afraid of these teams. You know, just try and play. You'll you'll win a lot more plaudits if you try and actually just come out at home rather than just sitting in for, for 90 minutes. Someone who was afraid yesterday was uh, Eddie. Eddie is our first person who's, who's contributed to a new new little thing we're going to be doing on the podcast people sending in voice notes if you want to get involved elmparkroyals.com slash whatsapp send us a voice note after the game and we might be able to feature you on the podcast yeah eddie's the eddie with yesterday was a little afraid um and we'll hear why hi everyone it's eddie here um what a huge result today uh, I live over in Ireland and I rely on the, the usually on the BBC Sport app and the website to keep me up to date when Reading are playing. Um, and because I was doing some DIY, it was 1-0. I got the notification, happy out, half-time, 1-0. For some reason, everything stopped. The notification stopped. The website wasn't updating. It was 1-0, 1-0, 1-0. And I was thinking, gee, Acres is getting near the end of the match now. Nerves are in. For some reason, the app started working again when I got a notification saying that Blackpool has scored. I nearly lost my life. I thought, Jesus, here we go again. Um, but luckily, uh, we had three goals in the bag by then. I didn't know that. Cue the relief. Um, we're nine points off the playoffs. I don't think anyone thinks we're going to make the playoffs. Equally, we're 13 points off relegation. I, I don't think we've seen enough, like, 
enough bad in our performances to think that that's a, you know going to happen to us either. So huge win today. Um, we need to just keep it going now for another six or eight games and and, and just keep it going. Thank you. I mean, one of the one of the points there, Matt, is trying to follow Reading from abroad is a diff- difficult thing sometimes. Um, you know, if you follow, we it don't get the, the most coverage. No, <laughs> no, if you're following on the internet, it's it's not. It's sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not so good. And I think Eddie's Eddie's point kind of highlights that perfectly. Um, I know there were some problems again with I follow yesterday and people's commentary cutting out. So. Yeah, it's not it's not perfect. And Lansley, as as Eddie said, nine points off the playoffs with a game in hand, thirteen points off relegation. We feel like we're pretty much destined now to finish mid table somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I was talking to Paul on the way home yesterday about it, and it very much feels like we're probably going to get to about fifty six, fifty eight points right at this point in the season. Which, I mean, just it's not it's not an excuse to kind of take your foot off the gas because again we just want to get those extra couple of wins just to get get to 50 points and get over it and it's like kind of Ince said after the game you know it's it's about steps in the seasons points in the season you know the first point is to get to that 50 points mark get to that we can reassess that point we can then move forwards or look at where we are in the season what the potentials are but again like if if and it's why this whole season and kind of the last few weeks has been a bit kind of hard to kind of gauge you know where we are in the season right because people are very frustrated but we're all but safe now you know for 44 points we've got more points than we got last season um and it seems very much like we're there it feels like we're pretty much pretty much there 13 points difference with 13 games to go It, it you know none of the bottom three are yet to get to a point a game so it would be difficult to see them potentially even getting more than 44 points. Like we might already have enough points. Um, one of the questions that we have got asked is from Matt. Um, all, are all the games from now on kind of free hits and, and is Ince kind of able to play his own, play that style that we played yesterday for the rest of the season, Lansley, now that we're probably already safe? Um. I like I think it does because I think it will get a lot more fans kind of on the side with kind of you know what Ince wants to do like I guess you know we, we all knew this season was going to be a troll right we all knew it was going to be really difficult and kind of again it's been been a bit difficult in the last few weeks because kind of at the start of the season I remember myself saying that you know I'd much rather just points over performances this season you know and now we've kind of got that and we're kind of moaning about it you know it's it's it's, it's a difficult one but like the the whole formation Ince has banged on about it all through the season hasn't he about oh you know this is my formation 4-3-3 I want to play 4-3-3 you know we can't play 4-3-3 because of you know the situations bloody bloody blah well now the situation's kind of letting him actually play it because you know he's now not in a position where he needs to get points you know he can start experimenting I guess the one caveat is that it's all well and good experimenting but if you're experimenting with players that probably aren't going to be here next season what kind of motivation does Ince have to actually experiment with the formation, right? I'd rather him do it, it has to be said, because I'd rather him do it and see Mate playing in his best position out on the right than, you know, up top. Um, but I can kind of see what some people might say or what Ince might say. My, my thing about this is, you know, you can play this, the new, this, I don't want to call it new, but you can play 
a more positive style of, of play like we did yesterday and the detractors might be oh well these players might not be here next year so why would you do it but ultimately if we play a five at the back system some of those players aren't going to be here next year because we play a lot of loan players playing five loan players every game so it to me it doesn't really matter it's more about in you know putting some kind of a stamp in terms of the style and the and the formation on it it's it's coming out like saying right making people aware what what you're what you're about you know you're laying the the foundations for next year you it only help it only helps i mean it can only help as well with trying to bring players in potentially on loan or, or transfers in summer if you've come out for the last 12 13 games of the season you've played a relatively positive style of football it doesn't need to have picked you up 30 points but if you can come out and it picks you up 15 points and you've played a nice reasonably good style of football Teams are going to look in summer and be like, actually, there's a reason to go and send a player to, on loan to Reading next season. It's shop window time, really, isn't it? It's, it's how do we want to set ourselves up? How do we want to sell ourselves as a club for realistically free transfers uh, over the summer when we release all our players as well? Um, you know, we've got a great training ground. We've got a nice stadium. You know, it's, yes, it's not some legacy stadium that everyone goes to the best atmosphere in the world, but we have a nice stadium. We have a nice setup. Do we have a nice playing style? Um, and I think it's 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 his opportunity to test a few a, a few things out. You know, put his mark on there to say this is how I'm going to be playing. So next season, if you want to come play for me, this is how we're going to be playing. Um, and hopefully, that's not the install that we've seen for the last 36 games, whatever it is so far, 33 games. Um, and otherwise, who are you going to hire? Uh, and who are you going to bring in? It's, it's, it's a more difficult sell, certainly, if, you, if you're if you trying to, especially to attacking players, it's a more difficult sell if you're not necessarily an attacking team. Um, obviously, you manage to get players in, but it's just not quite, not quite as simple. One last question before we do end today is from Andrew Butcher. Uh, the question, Lansley, after playing like that yesterday, will Mate beat the selection lottery machine and keep his place? Surely next week he has to be starting again. Oh, um, I, I really don't know. Like, like Andrew said, it's a lottery, isn't it? I mean, I can see us going back to a three slash five at the back next week. I have to say because it's Borough, it's away. You could maybe understand it a bit more because you know it's it's Borough away. But then when you go to that three at the back system, unless you play a three up top, you know, together you can't play Mate or you can't play Mate in his best position, right? You'd be playing him in a two up top next to Carroll, which just doesn't work. You know, we, we, we've seen that all through the season, right? Um, but we've never really seen Paul Ince play three forwards up top whilst he's been playing three fullbacks. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. Yeah. yeah like, like, yeah. It's, it's an away game against one of the top teams in the league. He'll be dropped. It'll be Carroll up front, and then Mate will come back in for the home game. I think at uh, Sheffield United. That was a nice, positive way to end the podcast. Cheers, guys. Um, well, we did pick up three points. So that's the main thing. Yesterday, we did play better. It wasn't perfect. Again, that's that's good. And you know, can't really be too downbeat on this this nice looking Sunday outside. So, I hope everybody has enjoyed today's podcast. If you have, drop us a follow and a like or whatever it is on your preferred podcast platform 
A nice five-star review would be fantastic. I hope everybody has a great week. We'll be back during the midweek uh, with a preview of the Middlesbrough game coming up next weekend. And until then, we will speak to you all very soon. Cheers.